Trans Story is an episodic podcast where each episode features an individual story from the transgender community. Season one, I sit down with my friends, friends of friends, and people in my social circles that I've gotten to know over the years to really sit down, have a heart-to-heart one-on-one, and discuss what it means to be transgender, what that experience is like, with the intent to hopefully inspire and educate others so that we can all be better humans. Today's guest is my dear friend, Jamie. And uh, Jamie and I, we've known each other, what? Over 10 years? For years, like uh it's too many years. After a certain point, you just stop counting. Thank you for being here today. Um, It's very fitting that you're the first guest on the first episode of Trans Story because you were largely in part of the inspiration of me deciding to do this. And it was sort of a reflection that I did where I was like, gosh, you know, I have a lot of trans friends and I have a lot of people that I know that have gone through this yet. I'm probably just like anybody else who doesn't fully understand it. And uh, me me too. (laughs) Yeah, well, exactly. But, but you know, the purpose of this whole thing was to hopefully have a dialogue and conversation with people, you know, season one, whatever you want to call it is people that I know, like people that have, like come out to me and in some cases the first person they told or an early person that they told. And um, that's kind of honor. I I consider that an honor because it means that someone trusts you enough to kind of share a very new experience or sort of something that, well, you know, and we'll get into that a bit. Where I thought we would start would be sort of your coming out story to me because you picked <laughs> the worst possible day yeah <laughs> i didn't even realize what i had done to yeah. you yeah right. and it was hilarious for those of you just tuning in and listening uh i've known formerly ben and now jamie for multiple years and i got a text message and um do you remember what it said exactly uh no probably something along the lines of uh just so you know i'm i'm transitioning to female or something along those well, lines. Well, it was like, I, you know, this is something I don't really want everyone to know Yeah, yet. Yeah, I hadn't, you, you were in my talk. So you were talking about how some of your friends came out to you first. Um, you weren't first, um, but you were in like, like I couldn't count on one hand the number of people that I had told just yet. It's the inner circle. So yeah, you were in the inner, right. inner circle and we were already texting with unrelated stuff. Right. Uh, and as we were finishing up, I was like, you know what? yeah, this is something that you could put, like help me with because right. you're that type of person. And so I was like, hey, just so you know, I was born the wrong gender and I'm going to transition to female. Right. But that's not the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle- Well, I, wh- I should say before you give it away, <laughs> what what I did is, is you were like, please don't tell anybody. If you want to tell Ryan, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I kind of, and Ryan and I were not together. He was somewhere else. And, and, um, so I, I called him later and I was like, I got this text for, from Ben. And I was like, and it said that he's going to transition. And we started talking and he goes, Oh, he's like, Kyle, it's, it's April 1st. And I was like, Oh, son of a, I was like, son of a bitch. He got me. He got me so good. And I was like, Oh yeah, well I'll get him. You know? So we were just kind of riled up because he pointed out that it was April 1st. And so I texted you the next day and I was like, happy April 2nd. <laughs> and I was like, yep, still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize what date it was. It was just a thing that uh, I, I wanted to tell you. And right. it was it was like, that was the moment. And then 
uh, I mean, you didn't come back with anything that no. was bad or inappropriate. No. It was no. like, it was just norm, our normal conversations. And I was then, like, all right, I'm supporting. Yeah. And then the next day I realized what had happened. And I was just like, oh, by the way, this really is a thing. This is really <laughs> happening. Uh, and you were like, oh, I was like, oh, okay. oh, I really thought that was an April Fool's joke. All right, then, because you're a prankster. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes a prankster. I, I do, I and it wouldn't, it. it's not out of character that you would no, 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 plot and plan something like uh, that. You know, maybe that isn't something I don't think I would ever really joke about with uh, like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I do, I do like office pranks, but like something like that, I don't think I, mean, I would have actually. It's, it's, yeah. but, but you know, when you, you know, at a certain point, you've got to really up your game on an April first, <laughs> and I was like, That's I suppose certainly doing it. But anyway, beyond that, it's still an honor to be considered an inner circle person, and I know it wasn't the first person. And there's a couple other guests of our future guests that there's one in particular that I was absolutely the first person that they I told. I want to hear that story. We're going to get into oh, that yeah. story in a future episode. But uh, but for today, you know, what I wanted to talk about is well, we had that, which was our coming out story, your coming out story to me. But what was the catalyst? Like, what was the thing, regardless of the date, like, what, what was the sequence of events that sort of brought you to that realization? <laughs> uh, it's really hard to answer that question because it's it's not like I just suddenly figured this out one day. Um, this is something that I, I struggled with for a decades, actually. And uh, I can't pinpoint the exact first moment in time. I can only narrow it down to like a four-year period, somewhere between, um, it was uh, 1994 and 1998 or so. Um, and that's just based on like fuzzy memories I have of the time um, and like circumstances and like the first time I started having these thoughts. And um, at that time, I didn't know there was anything I could do about it. So, and, and it was, I was almost, ash- I, I was basically ashamed of it. So I, I decided to bury it and I, so I took the idea and I put it in a box in my brain and I locked it away and I forgot about it for years and every few years it would crop back up. So when someone says, when did you first realize it? It's like, well, mm, I don't, I don't know how to answer that because I first realized it multiple times throughout the years because every time I would take that box out and open up the box, be like, what's in here? I'm like, oh, put that back. Uh, it was suppress it. it. <laughs> suppress it. Yeah. I really was in a way figuring out again for the first time. But every time I opened it up, I put a little bit more into the box and the box was only so big. And uh, eventually, um, you know, earlier this year, I was like, oh, hey, what's in this box? And so I I opened it up. I'm like, ah, and I realized I couldn't close the box again. I couldn't forget. So in all previous instances, I, I really was forgetting it. I was just, I was suppressing it. And this time I had lost my ability to do that. And I struggled with that for a while because I just wanted to forget it again, make it go away. It's so much easier if you you don't have to deal with it. And so that part, the final part where I had to accept it, that happened this year. Uh, That was um, early in the year. I I don't remember the exact date, but early in the year, we'll call it like January, February kind of thing. Is there an earliest memory of first thoughts of this or sort of a confusion moment that would, I mean, were you, do you have anything you can point back to to go, oh, it was this age? Well, I can't say age. I I can just say it was time period. Yeah, yeah, I can say time period. It was, um, it was between, and and the reason I know the time period is because I have like fuzzy memories of, I was in a control room and it had beige walls and that narrowed it down to, 
two control rooms that happened over a four-year period and that's right. that's why i know it's that four-year period but i i can't remember specifics i can just remember like uh, it, it's it's weird what I remember, and I don't know why I remember what I remember, but it's like it was beige walls. I was alone with my thoughts for a really long time, and those those were two separate control rooms like that in that four year period. So I'm not I don't remember which one it it first occurred in, uh, but definitely be, definitely mid 90s for me. So and I would have be been the, the the first parts, and then it just kind of kept popping up. Yeah, it, it, every few every few years it would pop right. up, and and something something would almost always trigger it, right? So. Um, yeah, like it would pop up. And it, what's an example of something that you're like, boop, there it is again. Um, well, I, you know, I think the easiest one is I saw uh, an, someone else transitioning and I, and I saw what she was going through. Um, like I, I saw it from essentially from the beginning and I, and I started to realize what was going on and that caused like that memory to pop back out and be like, oh, well, and, and that's a person you knew. There's a person I, person I work with. Yes. Right. Uh, it like, uh, in the same office space, like right. cubes away. And so be, because it was right there, um, it, it caused this to kind of pop back out. But but the key difference this time, and I think what added to the box preventing it from closing again, was that now I saw there was an option. And prior to that, because I never did any research into this, I never did anything, right? I was just like, okay. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. This isn't anything that I can deal with. I was born male. There's nothing they can do. End of story. I'll just like that's it uh but once once i saw actually no science can can change that i was like huh and then i started doing research i said okay well my mind and my body don't agree with each other which one can i fix like can i fix my right. mind can i make my mind match what my body is the answer to that by the way is no right. uh, there are some weird things out there but not that's all none of that's real. not recommended not recommended right um, but I did seriously look at that. I'm like, okay, well, I just want these two. All I want is for these two things to match. So which way, do, which way can I go? So I, I looked, can I make my mind match? No, but I can make my body match. And the amount, like the scientific strides we have made in, in making that a possibility are incredible. And so that I was kind of excited, but it, but this impacts more than just me. It impacts my circle, everyone around me, my family, my friends, myself, um, so I wanted to kind of get their input before I, before I made any sort of decisions. Right. And so did you, you did this, you sort of came to terms with that in your own mind, did some research and then said, okay, now it's probably time I start to fan this information out. Is yeah. That accurate? Yeah. I feel like we're oversimplifying the coming out to myself part. I mean, right. that was, cause a, it was, a, it was that a was, long time. It took a while. Right. I mean, it, it didn't, it wasn't like years. It was certainly more on the, uh, like, several weeks nearly a month kind of thing just for me to accept myself yeah it myself um and, and that was uh, that was hard right that was, i mean you're a very logical person yeah and also you know factual based and scientifically based and you know that these are things that are important to you and also you're also the kind of person that really doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks U ultimately anyway so it's interesting that knowing you for so long that that's you know just seem like somebody who just you know i do not care what you think you know and, kind of, but, yeah. and that, that's your overall demeanor but yet here's the biggest one of them all at least for you internally mm -hmm. and now you know the, and you obviously are also the person that does your homework well so it's it, it, and to clarify uh, you know if if it's something that only impacts me i don't care what you think right but if it's something that impacts all of us around around me then now i then care i care a little bit more yeah right. yeah yeah right. It's, it's it's that's fair yeah 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 um yeah so the that that was very difficult like co coming out to different people i was the hardest one 
You were the hardest. Person. I was the hardest person to right. accept it myself. It wasn't something that I wanted. I didn't. I didn't ask for this. I, I wanted to turn it off. I wanted to. I wanted to put it back. Really, mm -hmm. is ultimately what I wanted. Um, well, um, no. Well, yeah. That's what I thought I wanted. So let me clarify. I, I don't. I, th I don't think I had the data then that I have now. But at the time, I thought I wanted to put it back. Right. Um, then, then I married, and so the next person that I came out to uh, a few weeks later was my wife. Right. And at the time, I hadn't decided um, if I was going to do anything with it. Now I knew that I couldn't forget anymore. So I'm, I'm going Had to, to be acknowledged. It was. It's acknowledged. I'm living with this for the rest of my life. Right. I'm living with this knowledge for the rest of my life. Um, can't forget. But I've lived over 40 years on this planet as a male. I am happy. I'm not unhappy. And just because I have this knowledge doesn't mean that I need to be unhappy. Right. So I can continue to live as a male for the rest of my life and I'll probably be happy. Or I can choose to transition to female and mm. I don't know what that means, but I'll still probably be happy. Or right? happier. I mean, or happier, yeah. Right. You might live oh, to your fullest potential and the, be the happiest. You, oh, knowing what I know now, the answer is absolutely happier. Right. But and, and we're only, anyhow. Uh, so I'm talking with her uh, I, I'm basically coming out with her, which is second most terrifying person I've told. Me, number one. And the her, person you're married number to. Number two. And the person I'm married to. Right. And, you know, we're we're a partner. We're a team. Uh, so um, her input matters a lot to me. Yeah. And so while I don't, to your point, like, I don't care what the world thinks because right. this doesn't impact the world. This impacts us greatly. Yeah. And so what she says matters a lot. And, and what did she say? Uh, she was immediately supportful. Uh, she was driving too. <laughs> you pick these I, I know, I know. Uh, so oh, you're I, holding that giant expensive glass of china. Let me tell you this thing right now. As you I drop know, it, I know. <laughs> uh, so she's trying to that not filter is missing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, she, she's trying. She's trying to drive, and she's trying to not cry. Uh, but she's super supportive, and it was in that moment that. Um, I realized I absolutely want to transition. Right. Uh, and there was no doubt in my mind uh, from that moment forward. I mean, you like, have the support of your best friend and closest confidant person and person you've... And, yep. and that's an interesting thing. You've exchanged vows. You've done mm -hmm. these things. And you're also a very committed person. Both of you are. Mm -hmm. If you're committed to something, you're committed to it. You're doing it. Oh, yeah. Meaning, whatever that is, I'll be the movies of four. You're there for. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you're a committed person and, and, and that's a very admirable trait. And that's an interesting subject to broach with somebody that you've made certain vows to or certain promises to and did that even come up or was it how did that i mean not that that's like you go right to that point but from then to now i mean no I, nothing. the, way, the I mean, way i think the way i worded that was you know i'm i'm basically i'm telling you that i'm about to be in breach of contract i think this is what, i think those are the exact words i used uh and she she said uh you know i fell in love with the person um uh, and the person isn't changing uh, and I, I fundamentally believe that that to be true. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's where when the dial between do nothing and do something switched to, oh, yeah, we're doing something here. Right. And um, yeah. And then now I'm at a point where, OK, half of my life on this planet, I've been the wrong gender. So let's move quickly. Right. Like, I don't want to waste more time here. Right. Let's let's go as fast as we can. Decisions made. Decisions made. And so, um, yeah, we, we immediately contacted a doctor, started a hormone replacement therapy, like, within the week. Um, and I've started that journey 
um, together. And I, I check in with her regularly because, you know, data changes, you know, back to the scientific thing. I, yep. uh, you don't know what you don't know and things change. Right. And, and I want to make sure that she's constantly okay with where we are at right. as a couple, where I am at as a person and that we remain okay. And thus, has, has thus there been far, any negatives? N- no, I, I, oh, quite the opposite. There, yep. I, there only seem to have been, been positive thus far. When, when you're finally able to admit who you are to yourself and to everyone around you, it's liberating. It allows you to just be a better human. Right. And out of all of this to date, besides your battle, internal, internal battle, what's been yep. the biggest challenge? Uh, family, but not in like the traditional transphobic or homophobic way. I've, I've actually had, I've had a very supportive family. They're just worried for my safety, I would say. In what um, regard? I mean, what have they communicated specifics? No, no, not at all. I'm, I'm extrapolating. Um, mm-hmm. I'm extrapolating. So, it, you know, it, it's difficult because um, your parents want you to be safe. Yeah. And when you look at the uh, LGBT plus community, um, there's a lot of hate crimes that right. occur there. And right. it's it's that gets sensationalized in the media. Sure. And when you don't live in California, and right. I live in California, like I, I see it around me because I live here, but they right. don't live here, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they live somewhere else. And so, you know, all they have to work on is what they see in the media, and it's right. super sensationalized there. Right. And so, yeah, they're, they're worried. So it, it comes from their, their fear comes from a place of love, Right. If that makes sense. It's protection and concern. It's protection and concern. But I'm in a place where I'm like, yeah, cool. I've spent half of my life as the wrong gender. I want to fix this now. This is not about the journey. Right. This is about the destination. Yeah. So like, I'm not slowing down. And, and like, they would prefer it if I slowed down. Was there any of that that maybe they thought, maybe they're they're like, oh, you're going to change your mind or this is because, and this is one of the biggest things because for anyone that's born into their correct gender, it's kind of like just being born with blonde hair. You're like, well, blonde hair. It seems very laissez-faire, of course. Mm-hmm. But to someone who's trans, it is not that at all. And I think that's where there's a huge disconnect because I wish it's, I a, it's a battle not that you're not fighting, so you don't really know how to how to even communicate it or whatever. And that's a big purpose of this podcast is to hopefully shed light for people that might be trans and are going through this in a very early stage. Or already have, and you know, I mean, there's just a bunch of, you know, and, and as the whole world becomes more gender fluid mm-hmm. around, and and you've talked to younger people specifically, oh, they, they have a lot less problem with all yeah. of it because they're just like, yeah, this is how it is. Yeah, it's they, our generation and yep. beyond that have all the hangups. I feel like they have it figured out. Yeah, like, and, and I'll be, I'll be frank, I did not understand it until uh, like it switched in my brain. Right. Like, I, I just didn't get it. I didn't judge it. I just didn't understand it. So I don't know how to communicate that to someone who was in my position one year ago. Like, I I don't know how to communicate to someone of like, this is how it feels. When your brain disagrees with your body, it's, it's a, I, I don't know what words to use. I'm not sure you can. Yeah, I just, I don't know how to relate that to anything else in life. Right. Um, but it there is like, no doubt there's not like, oh, maybe, n- no, I'm absolutely sure 
this is the case. And when you when you talk to the and actually I could potentially ask you because you've known me again for yeah, a, over time. a, a over really a long time. And and since I came out and and since you've seen me start to transition, people have ref- said that I'm lighter. Yeah, I'm just happier. Yep. I'm you know just like that that kind of bucket of words. Yep. Um, well, happiness is a big key to everything that goes on around you. I believe what you're vibrating and if you're living your best life and you're happy, you're, everything is in a much better status for you and everyone around you. Mm-hmm. And you may not, like you said, you had this bar of happiness and mm-hmm. now it's going to be raised, you know, and, and it will continue to. I mean, it seems to be that way. And from my perspective, it certainly seems that way. Um, I think that bar of happiness is important because yeah. I was not unhappy before. Yep, but it's a level it, it's, and it, it can it's, keep going, keep going it, up. It, and it does. And, and that was the, that's the slightly for me when I was trying to find answers online and I'm looking in the community, there are a lot of people who are not happy. Right. And I just did not relate to them. And right. I had a really hard time relating to what they were going through. And it's taken me actually a while to realize that everyone deals with this completely Completely differently for as many trans people there's as many stories there really are uh and and mine doesn't seem to match up with and i was really worried i thought maybe i'm a fraud like maybe this isn't it maybe this is just like you know imposter exactly i thought i i am not i don't have any of this weird like i'm not miserable i'm not suicidal i'm not unhappy um the people around me are loving and supportive so maybe this is wrong uh, and, and it, but it doesn't I, I just, have I just, to be. I just realized that no, I'm just, I'm really lucky. You are. I, are, <laughs> I, 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 I that, think that's a largely in part why I thought you'd be an excellent first guest because you kind of, I mean, nothing's perfect in a hundred percent of the time, but uh, you really do have kind of a great story, and the story is inspiring to others. And hopefully, these are the types of stories that are more frequent than as time goes by. Not that there's anything wrong with the other stories, but I'm saying that hopefully it becomes easier is what I'm trying to articulate is that it's easier for people to have a similar experience where it's like, oh, you know, this is just wrong and we're just going to fix this and now everything's great and move on. Because that's really all it should be, let's face it. I mean, it is not that big of a deal. And, you know, I look at things that you see and you read about these murders that are happening and stuff. And then it's like caveman days. It's like, what's going on? People like, it is not that big of a deal. And there's all a bazillion other reasons for those types of media hype things. And I'm not discounting any of them because it's incredibly tragic and sad. I'm not trying to discount that, but I believe in a world where we are well beyond that, you know, and that th- those people are not in vain or anything like that, but it's like, it shouldn't be that thing. It should just should not be that way. It should not be that, that tragic. I don't understand where that hatred comes me from either. because it doesn't impact them. No. Right? This impacts me and my circle of people that I'm around and I am working with that circle of people uh, closely to make sure that everyone is okay with all of this and right. that we all we do this smartly and um uh it doesn't impact them. So why why the hatred? Right. I don't understand. That. I don't yeah. understand that on any uh, well, in, yeah. yeah. In, in, it, it's not just trans, it's anything. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> insert thing here. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's yeah. just it's ridiculous. That's just not how my brain works. Yeah, so, mine either. And hopefully that's the future generation as well, too, that just are not, it's like, why is this even a thing? You know, it's like anything. It's like people used to do crazy stuff and they're like, I can't believe they did that way back then. Hopefully that's the story for future generations. Well, let's, you mentioned community. Let's talk about community for a second, because are you, oh, you said you've done some research, you've, you've kind of reached out, you're not fully ingratiated into, the, how, what are your thoughts on that? Is it kind of thing is like, this is a thing for me and are you interested in joining community and getting involved with more people? that have similar stories or or that or is that just not important um 
my uh, everything changes right so at this exact moment in time so to be clear i don't view myself as my gender right so i'm to me this isn't something where i'm throwing it in people's faces and being like you need to support me or whatever uh it's just this is just a thing that i'm going to go through you should just be aware that i'm going to look funny for a couple of years as i transition from one to the other uh i'll be awkward i'm sorry deal with it uh and <laughs> Um, by the way, I'm that's already, not, I'm way, already not, awkward. I was going to so. say, that's not different than any other day for those of you exactly. that don't know Jamie. It's the, just already awkward. Just, just bend more, to Jamie. More awkward, all, yeah. yeah. More awkward. Uh, so that's the extent of it for me. Um, it's, not about, it's, not a, it's not about that for me right now. However, there are, if I can help other people, mm -hmm. I'm, oh, I'm fine doing that. Like, so I don't want to... I don't want to discount that there's still challenges that are out there and community can help those challenges. Um, but I, I just haven't found the community that quite fits me just yet. Right. But I also haven't been searching very hard. So I will find it. I, there uh, it there may, is a community. Uh, it may yeah. unfold very naturally. It may. It, yeah. it may. Uh, I, I mean, it may even maybe something just based on what you're doing right now. But I, I, I think for some people trans becomes an identity and that's not it for me right um for me it's just fixing this thing that's broken in my brain uh transitioning aligning over, aligning aligning my brain and my body and then yeah cool then then i continue my life and and do great things in my life right this isn't this isn't the end this isn't like this huge milestone that i have to reach it's, it's a milestone along my journey of life it's just it just happens to be a bigger one um, but to me, I don't, I don't make my entire identity around this. If right. that makes any sense. It does. It yeah. does. And by the way, some people do, and that's okay. Right. I, like everyone's experiences are totally different. Some people do not have supportive families and they need to, um, they, they need to take a different path than I am taking. And I think supporting everyone in the path that they need to take as you said, to kind of become your best self, yeah. we should we should strive for that. We should strive for a world where everyone's happy. Yeah. I don't I don't see any problems with that. And so, if someone's path is completely and totally different than mine, that's fine. Um, some people have a similar path to me. Uh, that's fine too. Yeah, and I I even, we have some uh, future guests too that want to talk about the almighty pronouns. You know, because mm. pronouns seem to be a new thing. And you know, like I think your wife was showing me that on Lyft now you can choose your pronoun, and like mm -hmm. the companies are becoming aware mm -hmm. of you know this is a thing that we should address, which I think is excellent. You know, because yeah. it's like I mean, it's definitely a thing that that you should want to, no matter who you are, or what you are, or how you identify, you should be able to be respected and identified in a way that you see fit. Uh, and companies that do business with the public should be mindful of that. So I think that's a good example of kind of new regime stuff that's happening. And you know whether it's a marketing thing or not, I would believe that they wouldn't even try that unless there was some heart behind that. Uh, and some, you know, it may have even come from a slew of complaints. But to that end, like you know, some people are super touchy with the pronoun situation. And and you know, you're saying you're sort of doing this in a logical format and you're like, it's going to take some time. And it's like, you know, but some people just throw down a gauntlet and be like, if you don't say she, or if you don't use this and some say they, what are your thoughts on the whole pronoun topic? No, well, I, I think again, everyone's journey is different, right? So um, they, they are probably coming from a different place than I'm coming from. Uh, the place in which I'm coming from is um, I, I still look and present mail right now. And, um, so 
I, whatever pronouns you want to use with me is fine because that's how, that's how I look. And I, I wouldn't expect you to just know to use a different pronoun. I don't think that's fair to you or to anyone else. Um, it's not a thing that I think is worth getting into fights right. with people over or throwing that. Like, I, I don't want to hang my hat on that one. Right. Um, there will be a time in the, in the not too distant future. I mean, it's going to take a couple of years, but there will be a time when I'm in, in skirts and, you know, clearly presenting as female and look female. Um, you know, I'd prefer be called she at that point instead right. of he. It's probably right. going to, it's probably going to sting a little if someone yeah. calls me he. Especially if been around, someone like myself has been around a long time. Right. You, you should know better by now. You kind of. Catch but, up. But at the same time, I'm the type of person who will probably laugh at it pretty heartily because it will be funny. Yeah. Um, so that's my stance on it. But again, um, everyone's journey in that regard is different. And so if someone takes a different stance, their their opinion shouldn't be discounted just because they have a different viewpoint. But for me, yeah, it, it just a, it, it's not a thing that matters to me. Like using Ben or Jamie, especially right now, I know I wouldn't expect anyone to use Jamie. I will right. say, I will say, because I have to go to the electrologist because uh, once once your facial hair starts growing and you, the only way to get rid of it is basically kill it. And so, and the only way to do that is to electrocute, electrocute your face, essentially. Fun. Uh, so, fun. Yep. Yep. It's, it's a, it's a load of fun. Uh, so if there's ever any doubt that I, mean, I am I, committed I like, to this. I don't like shaving that I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. not an option for you anymore. Uh, it is, it is. I mean, it, it is, is it is, it, it is. won't be for long. Oh man, it is terrible. Uh, so uh, the great thing about the electrologist office is that they do this. Like they work with the transgender community. She's worked with the transgender community for decades and so there was no uh there was no question it was they always refer to me as jamie they refer to me as she there was never any anything and that was the first place where i had ever done that and it brought a smile to my face well there you go it was happiness it was nice yeah oh yeah yeah it it really is about happiness um and it it really did make me feel and that's just a small little something but imagine that you know it's it's exponential because and that's everywhere then this is one place first time first office where you're being treated the way you would like Mm -hmm. to be and just that little bit imagine imagine that everywhere it it just sort of it sort of validates what you're saying yeah you know and that's why it's not a big deal to me but i can totally see where it's a big deal to someone else and also that might become a bigger deal to me down the road right right i'm just i'm very early in the transition right now and so at this exact stage yeah i i I don't expect people to look at me and go i mean i haven't you listen to my voice and just the timber of my voice is male and like I'm going to have to go through voice training. I'm starting that process too. And to change all of these aspects. And it, it's actually, to me, it's a very exciting future. And so when I hear things like Jamie and she, it brings a smile to my face. And wouldn't you want to do that to your point to everyone on the planet all the time, all the time, like every day, like getting people happy and excited is just way better than getting them depressed and angry or trying to keep them down or trying to keep them down. Everyone should flourish. There's plenty for all. Yeah, there, there really is. And like, it's just, it's just a, it's just a great moment. It just, yeah. Well, and let me ask you this question. So as far as advice, you've done a lot of your homework, you've done these things, you've done research and you were very meticulous about this prior to coming up. What advice or knowledge are you still seeking? Oh, um, everything medical, (laughs) The medical side is constantly changing. It's getting better, but at a fairly slow rate. And some of it opinion-based. Most mm-hmm. of it opinion-based. Right. And right. that's and actually, that's the tricky thing with... So, so when you're transgender... Um, I want to... How do I word this tactfully? 
just because you identify your gender is not your genitals right does that make sense yeah so there might be transgender women out there who decide that they don't want to go through bottom surgery that doesn't make them less of a woman it's your gender is not your genitals so i want to do all of the surgery that's that's who i am and so when you're looking at these different surgeries they're plastic surgeons like this is all different plastic surgery and so it's half science and half art and so it's half finding the right techniques but then half do i like this artist right and that's really freaking hard because it's not just that artist but then like uh, my body is their canvas Mm -hmm. that's scary like, As, and they've got lots of, you know, you have to almost look at other work they've done to yep. be like, yeah, okay. Yep. You know, and um, this is like a really personal decision and it's really, our, the insurance company doesn't make it easy for you because they're like, we want to limit you to these options after you've done these things and we will say when you're ready to go. And I'm like, yeah, how about no to none of that? Um, and, and so it's, it's a lot of like, okay, well, can I just do this without the insurance companies getting in my way? Like, who are the best in the world? It's, it's, it's a lot of data. Right. It's a lot of data to sift through. Right. And it's a lot of opinions, too. That's right? what I'm saying. Like, and, and people's opinions aren't, like, that's good data. And it may be good for them and not for you, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's, I think that, because I'm in California, I'm in a Los Angeles area, so I'll say uh, top surgery, that's easy. Yeah, uh, easily fixed. <laughs> it was like uh, that's their diamond dozen. Roll rock. Yeah, there it is on the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Next, right next to the dispensary. Yeah. The, so the the two big ones uh, for the, the two big ones are the bottom surgery and then facial femis, facial feminization surgery. Um, the the what bot- does that entail? Well, it's different for everyone, right? So sort me- of an assessment. Yeah. So it's kind of um, you know men and women have different kind of skeletal structures just right. facial features and, and everything else and the hormones the hrt will uh, move the fat around your body that's actually an untrue statement but they, they say fat redistribution and they don't mean that uh, what they actually mean what's happening is your male fat burns off because it gets used by the body but the new fat that gets put on your body is put into female locations uh-huh <clears throat> so they say fat redistribution but that's a stupid term because that's not what's actually happening anyhow I sidebarred. Burn and regain. <clears throat> you're burning and regaining, but right. you're regaining in in female locations. Right. And that will happen to your face. Your face will actually change its shape slightly from a non-skeletal standpoint, just from a fat standpoint. So right. cheeks might move around. Your eyes might kind of like get a little bit wider. I'm, I'm pointing as if they can see my <laughs> face. Um, but because my skeletal structure will never change, um, like that, the brow area kind of above my eye, that's that's more mannish because you know currently biologically male right now so what they can do is they can go in and they can basically uh you know without getting too graphic they go in and they and they can shave down bone in certain areas to feminize the face and to bring out female features Mm -hmm. and you know that's your face like uh, that's how other people first interact with you right the the bottom surgery that's for you that's That's for me that's me No, no one's seen like that's that's mine um, and but the face that's everyone if that makes sense yeah and so getting those two right uh is is very important to me so you start up here and work your way down that's how most of it goes uh, for is me is that common for people um 
I guess it doesn't. There's probably yeah. no one way. I, I, I've, common's a tricky word. Yeah. So what due to insurance companies, the way it usually goes. I and, think that's what I was driving at. Like yeah. What, what, well, what they usually want you to do is they want you to, and, and every, again, it's all different for everyone, but what they usually want you to do is um, get on hormones first because, mm-hmm. and get on hormones for like at least a year right. just to see how it all goes. And then actually present as the gender that you want to be. Because, right, I'm, I'm talking male to female because that's my experience, but there's right. female uh, to male as well, right? Mm-hmm. So present as the gender that you want to be, ideally for another year or two. And then start looking at some of these more aggressive surgeries. And that I'm like, like a torturously long time. Bingo. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So uh, I'm, and usually they're, they, they want to do the bottom surgery last. Well, the, yeah. Yeah. Right. And that, I'm like, I'm going to reverse all of this. I'm not going to do anything you say. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I'm, obvi- I'm obviously going to li- like, I'm going to listen to, I, I've got therapists and people that I lean right. on and talk to. Uh, but you know everyone's situation is different and there are advantages to doing the bottom surgery first because you get rid of the thing generating the testosterone that gets in the way of the estrogen so you can take blockers for that that's part of the hrt like everyone's hrt is different hormone replacement therapy uh and um but if i can get rid of that part of it then i can just let the estrogen do its thing the thing is once you get rid of that you can't get that back right right so they want to be sure they're like, you're not having kids after this happens. I'm like, cool. I wasn't having kids anyhow. Yeah. Right. So, uh, for me, that's more important. Like that's, that's the, that's the thing now. Well, I'm still very early on. So all of this might flip around. Yeah. All this might change. They're, they're probably going to come back and be like, here are things you didn't consider. And I'll go, right. okay. Uh, but right now at this exact moment in time, I actually want to do it reverse from how they recommended do oh. bottom surgery first. I'll probably even after that still present as male. Right. If I still look male. And then, because uh, like no one's gonna know when you right. want. Only yeah. I would know, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, and then once I'm ready, then I can do the face and the. Top. Well, and other people may not have the access to all of those things either. Some people yeah. don't have mm-hmm. health insurance. Some mm-hmm. people that you know, I'm sure there's a large portion of people too, that you know, are having to do these things maybe even over a longer period of time, or or even through other methods. You hear about mm-hmm. people going to other countries, third world countries, to have certain things done. I mean. That alone kind of shows you that the internal wiring is like something. Who's going to go to that length to do that? Oh, I am. I mean, anybody uh-huh. would, but yeah. I'm saying to to like for those people that don't understand this, that mm-hmm. it's so foreign to, or they think it's a de- choice or decision or somebody just wanting to be different or whatever. You know, it's a it's a misnomer for people that are stubborn or or don't have the brain power to sort of process like everything that we've just talked about. You know, and I guess, you know, that that's that's one of my last questions is not that you have to deal with people that are um, against that. But like, what advice would you give somebody that is just like the hatred person that is just not having it? Like what 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 and maybe, you know, this is kind of putting you on the spot, but it's like what what would you say to that person or, or that person who is just so vehemently against it? You know, I. I'll be frank. Usually in those situations, I just walk away. Like they're not worth, there are some people who have made up their mind and there's absolutely nothing that you can say or do that will ever, ever change their mind. And that is not an argument that I I think feel is worth getting into. Neither side will ever win. Right. Like there's no winning that. So I just, I just don't engage. So that that's, I, I think that is a strategy that a lot of people need to take more often. Don't engage. But there are some people that's a level down from that who simply don't understand but are willing to listen. Even just even if you crack that door open just a little bit, if they're willing to listen. 
And, and for those people, um, I would reiterate, this doesn't impact them. This isn't, this is something for me. It's this, not about you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And if, if they were born with an extra finger, oh, actually, give me a second. There was a really great analogy. Okay. This was, this doesn't quite work perfectly, but it was something along these lines. It was, um, um, you know, 10 years ago, you hurt your arm and it's been hurting ever since. And you didn't know that you could fix your arm. And then one day you go to the doctor and the doctor goes, oh, no, I, I can totally fix that for you. Would you tell someone no, they can't fix their, like, right. they're hurting. Like yeah. they, they want, all they want is to feel complete. Yeah, they just, they want their arm fixed. Why would you tell them no? That's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. But also what it feels like is that doctor says, oh, I can fix that for you. And then you go, yes, please do that. And they go, great. I can get you in in three years. <laughs> yeah. it's like, cool. I need you to make sure why? you really you don't get, Yeah, I need to make sure. You, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, why did you great. even tell me? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> just tease. tell me in three. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for teasing me. Th- but Jeez. that's what, that's what it's like. And so not only and I, am I sitting here waiting, for, waiting for this to occur and, and just waiting for this to be done. I don't want to, I don't want to be awkward any more than you want me to be awkward. Right? right. I mean, I, I don't want that either. Um, <laughs> but now I, like I have to wait through all of this and then I've got people going, well, you're a terrible human being. Why are you doing this? Like you're, they're not helping. They're not no, helping. And I mean, it's uninformed and it's, it's, it's old school stuff that needs to die off for sure. It will. And it will. Um, and it's really, I, I think why I asked that was not so much about like, what's your witty retort to people that are against you. That wasn't really what I meant, but it's like, I think the second part, which you said, where there's that little glimmer of hope, because what we really are trying to do is leave breadcrumbs for people to follow the rest of us that are better, you know, have spent the time working on yourself to be more accepting of others and differences and things like that, regardless of what they are, whether it's transgender or this, or there's a bazillion other things that that can make, and we're all different. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that, that's a fact. Like there's not one person that's exactly the same, not even twins. That's so, what makes it exciting. And that's what that. makes it exciting. How so, boring would it yeah, be if we're all all the same? Right, and how boring would it be if all you could just be is like, you suck, yeah. that's just, a that, that's not, I empathize with those people because I'm like, oh, you poor dear, you're a little underdeveloped, <laughs> you know? And it's like, so come with us where you actually spend some time. And anybody that just listened to this has spent, whether they're for it, against it, or trans or not trans, hopefully got something from this, you know, to even if one little bit, you know, and there's people that are going to agree with stuff and disagree with stuff. Of course, that's natural. But, you know, it, it is something to hopefully, and and, and you should be um, acknowledged and, you know, a little accolade there for, for being so strong, because not everybody has that strength. And you did, and it's scary, yes, and maybe clunky and clumsy, yeah. How could it not be? You oh know? yeah and well but i mean you just described me clumpy clunky and clumsy <laughs> but uh, no it's scary i really yeah. appreciate it and i think that this being like the first episode is the perfect first episode and i appreciate you coming in sharing this story and obviously we've got to have you back in a year oh yeah well yeah yeah, yeah there's actually, got to be I a follow-up I... we're going to get you committed to it right now yeah okay no absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. like uh i my hopefully my voice will have changed by then like I'll, I'll have trained my voice to do better i i'm i'm sure my physical appearance will change 
Um, I'll hopefully be done electrocuting my face by then. <laughs> I'm excited. I think it's great. And as your friend, I, like I said in the text, I fully support. I fully oh, yeah. support yeah. you and others and anybody else and anyone else. You know, you can feel free to contact us or in, you know, and reach out uh, if you're struggling or if you just even want to you know communicate. Uh, go ahead and send us an email, um, which you can find. We'll throw that in uh, in the tag. And uh, you know, again, is there anything else you want to add before we conclude? No, I think this is great. Awesome. I, I think what you're doing is just fantastic. Awesome. And uh, well, I, I think it, I, I'm hoping that you know, certainly you're focusing on transgender right now, but there's a there's a whole world of other stuff out there too. And I'm, I'm hopeful that you'll you're oh we'll get there. someday. Oh yeah, we'll get yeah, there. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, season one is all about my personal relationships with people that I know are within a degree of in my own life mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna do like as many stories as as uh, and so far everybody's a resounding hell yes which is great and i appreciate everyone because it's through us all getting together to do these things and and sharing these stories that hopefully we make the right impact mm -hmm. and, or an a positive impact that's I, what I, we're going for. i want you to create a transcript of this that we can go through in one year when you bring me back okay and so that we can compare where I was then, Deep. and like what, like what I thought was going to happen okay. versus where I'm at. I think that would be really incredible. I think that's a great idea because I'm only, you know, I'm not very far into this, and already it's just this winding road of like back and forth of like we're going to go this way. No, we're going to go this way. So, yeah, I, I think that'll be fun. It's yeah. down. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you again, Jamie, and um, please come back and visit us on episode two, which will be next week. Special thanks to Vigiletti and Goon for the track Likeable, which is out on Subtractive Records this summer, summer 2019. Go check out Likeable. Thanks for listening to this episode of Trans Story. Be sure to check back for our future episodes. They'll be posted weekly. If you'd like to send us an email, just send us an email at podcast at subtractive.net. Trans Story was recorded at Subtractive Inc. in Santa Monica, California. Copyright 2019.